Okay, maybe it's not that kind of episode, Sweet but spicy <laughs> peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to that Park Live podcast. From attraction deep dives to resort rundowns to cast member chats, they're here to help you live that park life. Here they are now. Beth and Greg. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to That Park Live podcast. We are happy to have you back. You're hearing us twice this week. We got a bonus episode out there. If you missed mm-hmm. it, we talked about Tron stuff. I try not to give too many spoilers. Just really wanted to talk about my experience and play some audio of me screaming my lungs out on that attraction. On the coast, on the attraction. On the attraction, yeah. yes. But anyway, it's uh, Valentine's Day week, yeah. so we've got... She want that lovey-dovey, lovey-dovey, <laughs> kiss, 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 kiss. I forgot about that song. I just thought about it. I was like, Chris Brown, man. Oh, my Ooh. gosh. Did you watch the Super Bowl last night, by the way? We uh, talk about this. sure did a little bit, kind of. Did you, all right, did you see the halftime show, I guess? Yeah, I saw the Rihanna concert that was okay. bookended by football. Sure did. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. Um, I think everybody was like more like, is she pregnant? Yeah. Like, what's happening here? She's got, um, she's got that baby. But I thought it was cool. Yeah, we enjoyed Just it. Just not really. I mean, we were kind of like, meh, it was mid. It was mm. mid. It was mid. Look at you using cool slang terms the kids are using on the streets. I'm hip, I'm hip to the jive. She's hip to the jive, everybody. So it's Valentine's <laughs> Day week. We've got yeah. um, our top romantic spots around World Disney World. And we put it World? out there on our Instagram. Um, what are some of your favorite date night activities around yeah. Walt Disney World? Because we've done an episode in the past. PC. Well, yeah. Not PC. Well, I guess like family-friendly date night. Yeah, I don't want to hear what happens in the dark parts of Haunted Mansion, okay? We'll figure it out. Well, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Maybe one day. <laughs> um, so we'll be talking about those things. And of course, mm-hmm. like most weeks, I did a little, a couple of Disney things I want to talk about real quick. Mm-hmm. So I just, this is your friendly kind of almost monthly reminder that the Stackhouse Burger at Steakhouse 71 at Disney's mm-hmm. Contemporary Resort is still a plus. It is delicious. Just FYI, still the best burger. Okay. It's on my list. It's on my list. Listen, before we get started, mm-hmm. I just have to tell you. Yes. Because I didn't get to t- say this on the pet chat, but today I had one of my Disney Blues moments. <gasps> um, I told Doug, I was like, this happens to me every year. I just get to a point. And, I was, and I'm more curious if other people have this too, like those that don't live near Disney. Okay. You just like hit a point in the year where you're like, I just really miss Disney World. Mm. Like, like you just have a moment. Like I was walking to work this morning and I was like, oh, I just would rather be like getting in in the car and like walk get, like driving to the park today mm. and not my job <laughs> um but i had that moment today and i was like told doug i was like listen april can't come soon enough yeah. because i'm really missing my place i think it's because disney is one of the only places where i feel like i can actually really unplug mm. okay like not worry about other things going on and so that's why it's one of like my happy places well so really i can't relate. No, I totally understand. Bef- so I want to listen to you rub all your experiences. No, 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 no. no. I, um, <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. And obviously, I experienced it quite a bit before moving here. And it's one of the reasons yeah. why we moved down here, right? We didn't want to have to feel that. We wanted to be able to experience it whenever yeah. we could, you know, whenever it was feasible to head to the parks. We, we do. So after our lunch at Steakhouse 71, I did go over to Magic Kingdom. And I got to hang out at the, uh, at the train station a little bit to watch Festival mm-hmm. of Fantasy and I haven't watched it from up there in, I, I don't know, it's been three years, right? I yeah. mean, since before the closure. 
And that's what we say at work instead of saying COVID. First of all, can closure. we go back? Because wasn't this the day where you were like, I'm going to lunch here. Where should I go afterwards? Yeah. And not one person said Animal Kingdom. Some, some said Animal Kingdom. <laughs> oh, did there they was, really? There were okay. a few toward, you know, at, toward the end was, there, but it was okay. not a high percentage. I was laughing because when I went to vote, I was like, Greg, not one person has said Animal Kingdom. <laughs> Well, you know, that anyway. was the fun part about that poll was obviously whatever the winning location was, I'd have to go make a park pass reservation at. So just out there proven that you can still go do things yeah. on a whim. You don't necessarily have to worry about the park pass reservation system. Mm, yeah, that's true. I was able to book a Magic Kingdom once I saw that was in the lead. So it was that morning that yeah. I booked it. Okay. All right. Back to the train okay. station. So um, I was up on the train station, you know, above Main Street, USA to watch. Mm-hmm festival of fantasy and when you go up there you know like the the bulk of the middle of it that's underneath the the awning they rope off for vip so oh. those that are on vip tour uh vip tours with tour guides they okay, I was like like who who has vip to the festival of fantasy they get viewing? to go up there which i i understand okay. that it is some you know a premium they're paying for but it was like so the, the parade started i was the three o'clock parade that i was able to see so the three o'clock parade okay. you know starts in Frontierland, so by the time it gets to Main Street, it's like 3.15, almost yeah. 3.20 before it's like close enough to you in front of you as you can see it. So at like 3.15, there was only one family, and I was like, sweet. So I wasn't standing on the sides of that, which are kind of exposed to the sun that are like the ends, you know, the ends of the, the front of the train station. I was behind the middle section where it was on the other side of the stairs in the middle. I was closer to the entrance to the actual train station up there. But um, I was able to, with my zoom lens... Yeah, I was like, you got some good pictures. Um, yeah, but then the thing was at like 320, like six families come up and I was like, son of a, uh, like I was, and I yeah. get it, but I was sitting there for like 15 minutes, like a big dope. So I'm literally raising my camera in the air, trying to be above them. And I got the big zoom on. I was lit, like, if I moved to the left, like a hair or to the right a hair, they would be in my photo. Like I was like zoomed in. Interesting. Um, yeah. So I you still got, got pics, though. I, Maleficent one was really good. Well, thanks. And the um, one of Rapunzel was really good. Yeah, I got a couple. I didn't post everything that I got. Um, you know, I want to spread them out a little bit, but I, I think I got a few good shots up there, things that I that I was happy with. And uh, so that that's my uh, little note to you all. If you do want to watch it up there, just know that you might be in the elements of the heat because, uh, you know, the, the shade the went to the VIP, but the sun parts go to the commoners of um of the train station up there we also had blunch which is a fun thing to say so over at the grand floridian cafe which is of course at disney's grand floridian resort they call their brunch blunch so breakfast and lunch they don't do the bra they do the blah Mm -hmm. blunch it just sounds so marijuana they're like because we're disney and we have to be different no well that's the only place every other place calls it brunch except for the grand flow they call it blunch it's weird anyway um i haven't eaten there for that meal in a long time i usually get dinner and what do I get at dinner? That big old honking chicken. piece of chicken and, uh, you know, the, the buttermilk fried chicken. And that's the same chicken they use in their chicken and waffle dish. Mm. And mm, mm, it was delicious. So it's that big piece of chicken or two, actually. It was like two pieces of chicken. And um, it comes with a giant Mickey waffle. I mean, it's like as big as your head. It's it's gigantic. And it's fluffy in the middle and like, you know, just a little bit crispy towards the ears, right? Like it was like perfectly cooked. It was so, so, so good. Douse it in syrup. Ooh, yeah. I had to give like that nice little metal cup of syrup. Of syrup. Oh, yeah. Um, not scissorp. Totally different situation. And, uh, on some syrup. It's way too much food for me. I would recommend splitting that and maybe getting like a side dish of some kind, yeah. you know, like maybe some fruit or something. I needed something to balance Greg, that all out. You're such a runner now, Greg. Where's fat Greg? No. Bring him back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> fat Greg was like 57 pounds ago. I can't. He can't come back. Oh, my gosh. Um, but anyway, uh, delicious. So if you're looking for a good yeah. blunch, 
Grand Floridian Cafe is what I would recommend. Were you, gl- were you glad that that's what people voted for? I'm always like, well, I wonder if like he has something that he really wants and he's just hoping everyone votes for that. Yeah, if y'all want to mess with me. Oh, for the food? Oh, that's so... <laughs> yeah. the, I thought you were talking about the park. So the um, no, the food no, was just was just for the patrons. So if you're wondering, that was just oh, to our okay. close friends. Um, okay. I would have gone either way. I was It was between that and the quiche. But thank you um, it, to our patrons for voting correctly. Yeah, I was like, it, it was pretty like... There wasn't a lot of people voting for other things. No. So. However, for the larger poll about which park to go to, if y'all want to mess with me, just vote Animal Kingdom every time. I don't. <laughs> I really don't want to go there. But if it. y'all want me to go, I'll go. But I don't really want to go there most of the time. Do it next time. Next Animal time, Kingdom, everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. You'll just delete it and be like, "Oh, oh sorry, it messed oops, up. Glitch, guys. Mm, stitch, stitch got into the system." <laughs> It is Valentine's Day week. We're about to get romantic up in here. <laughs> um, slide. I was gonna say I'm sliding out of my clothes right now. That's weird, right? Anyway, you, here's a visual for you all. Please don't say that. Okay, well that's been said. So. <laughs> my clothes are on, and we're gonna be talking oh, Greg, about. You're so romantic. <laughs> We're going to be talking about some romantic spots in yeah. Walt Disney World. So we have like a handful of some mm-hmm. things that we'll chat about and places we find to be romantic. Roman- romantic. Romantical. Yes. Romantical. Do you want to go first? You want to? Yeah. I, um, those of you that, that, that know me a little bit are probably going to guess that I'm going to say this one. And it is Center Street, which is a little side street off of Main Street. So if you're looking at the castle, it's the one off to the right. Where, um, you know, there's the tables, the nice brick walkway back there, the little side entrance to the jewelry store. Um, I like it for lots of reasons, but maybe it's because that's where I proposed to my now wife. Um, it was it was so romantic that I asked someone to marry me there. So I feel like that's a pretty mm. good sign, right? You were really feeling the vibes back I there. I really now, would you was. Say, during, the, during the day or during the night? Uh, well, I feel like most of these spots in my mind, well, with the exception of one, are probably better at night in terms of romance. Yeah. Because yeah. when the sun's down, is nothing more romantic than sweaty body parts, right? Yeah, so that's true. anything you can do to minimize the sweat makes it a little bit more romantic. <laughs> Center Street could be interesting during the day because it, it might get a little crowded. But as the as the park starts to thin out a little bit, it's usually not. In my experience, you know, it just depends on what the general crowd is for the day. But it is a great a great place to maybe grab some ice cream or whatever, grab a snack from the confectionery, and go out there and, and sit. And you're you know you're kind of away from the salmon swimming downstream to leave the park at the end of the night so it's nice to just kind of let everyone leave and you kind of hang back and you've got a lot of atmosphere back there you've got um the sounds from the apartments right so like there's all kinds of things going on up there they've got the um like that big light in the back with all the different light bulbs it kind of gives it a different vibe they just redid the brick back there so it's all like nice and clean at the moment and it's the same tables there that you'll find outside of either casey's or uh, by the plaza in restaurant you know like those kind of white I don't know, is it iron or whatever? I don't know what kind of metal it is. Who knows? But you know what I'm talking about, like the nice yeah. cushion seats and the umbrellas on the table. And uh, we like it. It's just a, a fun little spot. And I mean, obviously, I talked about how I proposed there. So that's our little that's our little spot. So that's my, my first recommendation for a romantic spot in Disney World. All right. Mine are in no particular order. Okay. Um. So I'm going to move us right on up to the ice cream 
parlor up there. Ooh. I think that that little area in front where those tables are that you were talking about. Yeah. If you can get a spot up against the wall in the back, get you some ice cream and watch Happily Ever After, mm. it can be very romantic. Yes. It can be very romantic. Because it can actually be kind of quiet up there, like at that time of night, too. Because most people that are um, lining up to watch the fireworks and stuff are going to be in front of you, like way in front of you. Mm-hmm. So we found that that, like, we actually really enjoyed that. I mean, yeah, you're, there's a lot of projections you can't really see from that spot, but it's like, it's a great spot just to kind of sit and relax and you can hear each other talk. And I love to get ice cream. That's one of my favorite things. So I like that spot. Is there a particular flavor of ice cream that you think would set the mood more than others i mean greg you know my favorite ice cream right anything with nuts (sighs) no (laughs) we've talked about this is it mint chocolate chip are you just trying to be dirty yes (laughs) mint chocolate chip um mint chocolate chip with some with some fudge on yeah i mean i guess just get whatever your favorite thing is i'm not going to try to make it sexual (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was thinking that Very too because I was like, mint chocolate chip is great because for me, I like it after I eat it. I feel like I've also just brushed my teeth. So yeah. I feel like it could be a romantic ice cream in that it sense because be. I, I don't feel gross after I eat it. Then you're ready for making out. Making out. <laughs> Doing some hardcore necking. <laughs> people still say that. I don't even know what that. <laughs> old people say that. Old people. Sorry, sorry if you. <laughs> sorry if you're old. <laughs> sorry if you're old. Somebody's and... like, I say that. It's like, well, you might be old. Uh, I'm just kidding. All right, what's your next spot? Uh, our next spot where you can neck is uh, mm. so I'm going to bring us over to a resort, and I feel like you probably okay. have some resort locations on your list too, right? Because there's a lot of a lot of options um, in the parks and resorts, but I'm going to take us over to Magnolia Bend. Which is over at Disney's uh, Port Orleans Riverside Resort. So, Riverside is split up into two sections: the Bayou and Magnolia Bend. You may know this if you listen to our resort rundown. If not, go back. Is and listen it to near that. the Sassagoula? Yes, right. The Sassagoula <laughs> is in the heart of the resort. Right, that's the river that takes you to uh, uh, French Quarter or to Old Key West and Saratoga, and eventually Disney Springs. So, Magnolia Bend is not the Bayou side. It's the it's the side with like the big white mansion looking oh, houses, geez. right? So there's a, a few sections over here that are great, at least a few sections in this area that I think are great, that I would consider to be romantic places. And to me, this is not limited to nighttime. Um, I've been I've been at this resort many times as the sun is rising. So I know it might sound kind of like, oh my gosh, you really want me to get up early and and, and be romantic on vacation? Well, maybe if you, if you can, right? I know that there might be some challenges there with kids, but maybe you're there with the grandparents and whatnot. See if you can or abandon them for a moment. Maybe you're just morning people. Maybe yeah. you just like to get up early in the morning. Could be. So I would say um, the, any of these things, um, any of these areas I'm going to mention would be good. Sunrise or sunset. The first section that I'm going to talk about is par- Parterre Place. I never know how to say it. It's got, like, got a lot of R's in there. Parterre, Parterre. Anyway, they're, they're labels. You can it's figure out. Partier or something. Partier, it's probably, yeah. Parte in the USA, just like something that French. It's going to be French, whatever it is. Probably. So anyway, they have a, a long, so their little like courtyard area outside the mansion that faces all of these things face the Sasagula River. So they're facing inward in the resort. The um, Partier place, if that's how we pronounce it, has this long rectangular fountain with like you know um, smaller fountains off to the side. So you've got like that water feature in the background. They also have a bunch of signs around the area that are featuring the, the Disney princesses. And there's like little pieces of lawn to sit on as well as a couple of benches or two. So it's a nice little place. I feel like any of these places park. would be excellent to have a little picnic. Maybe you yeah. go over to the quick service uh, over there and bring the food over to these places instead of your room or instead of eating right there 
um, at the food mill. So uh, next to Partier Place is Oak Manor. And Oak Manor has a big lawn. It's mostly lawn. And then they do have a small water fountain there with a kind of like trickling water. The colors change on it. You might not be able to see it during the day, the colors changing, but you can see it early in the morning or later, you know, as it starts to get dark. Mm-hmm. Um, just another like kind of, you know, not really secluded, but it is looking at the main walkway, but there really won't be a lot of people walking by. And I will say, if you're kind of self-conscious about date night stuff, just let people look at you. If you're out there with a little blanket having a picnic, do your thing, right? You're on vacation. Live your life. Do what, do what makes you happy. Next, jealous. They probably Honestly, they probably are jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, next to that is Magnolia Terrace, which has a gazebo, which is always a romantic time, right? You actually have a, a bench in there to sit in. And you can do some great people watching and just chat it up with your main squeeze. In the southern gazebo. Yes. On this. And overlook the Sasagula. Um, also, I was going to say, you know what they're probably thinking when they're jealous of you? Mm. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> so um, those are just a couple of places right there um, at that resort. If you happen to be staying at... Um, French Quarter, obviously at Riverside or Old Key West or Saratoga, or you went to Disney Springs. Those are all accessible by the Sasagula River boat. You can always take a bus to Riverside from any one of the parks. So I know you might not be staying there, but I, I really do think it's worth a venture out there. It just, if nothing else, it's just a beautiful, to me, it's a beautiful resort. We talked about it on a resort rundown, but you can always go to French Quarter right, and get some beignets and maybe... Maybe do something over there. Maybe so, some boozy beignets. Boozy beignets. Make it real romantic. Then you can start mm-hmm. canoodling. <laughs> People still canoodling? <laughs> you can say canoodling. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to follow your suit then. So let's talk about resorts. I like the fireplace, the big fireplace with the rocking chairs at the mm. Wilderness Lodge. I think that's a cool spot. It's nice and quiet over there. You could go get a drink somewhere nearby if you wanted. Right? I think the little bar area that's right behind there. Um, territory Lounge? Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. That's right. The Territory Lounge. Um, which is also a great spot. Mm-hmm. Like It's kind of like quiet and it's small in there. So mm. that's a cool date night spot. But yeah. I just love that little, the fireplace with the rocking chairs yeah. and Hopefully someone will understand that you're just trying to be romantical over there. Yes. There's not a lot, I don't think so, but it just seems to always kind of be like a quiet spot um, to sit and just relax. And if that's your thing, you know, I like the, I like the, the lodge vibe, if you will. Yes. Another good spot is just above the lobby there in Wilderness Lodge because it's kind of dark up there. Yeah. You hear the crackling of the fire. Maybe you just went downstairs to the quick service and grabbed yourself a premium bar. I've done this before, by the way, so I'm speaking from personal experience. Okay, there you go. I was, it wasn't quite romantic because I was there with mm-hmm. my wife and mother-in-law, but um, I ran down to get desserts from the quick service, and we went back up there and sat in front of the, um, yeah. the fireplace and just had our little premium Mickey bars and it other ice cream like, things. And sounds like if your mother-in-law wasn't there, it'd be a great spot for secrets. It would be a great spot. For, more on secrets in a moment, but Ooh, um, okay. I, I definitely think it's romantic up there. And there's another level above that, too, where there's another little fireplace and some other rocking chairs. And it's great for canoodling, necking, or some heavy petting. (laughs) You know what they say. Back rubs in the front room leave the front rubs in the back room. Oh, boy. (laughs) We might be crossing a line. Okay. Okay. All right. Moving um, on. What else do I have on my your, list? What okay. is your next spot? My next one is a uh, suggestion from my wife. So Ooh. this is not something that I've experienced, but I had her describe it to me in great detail, and I will share it with you all. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so I, I don't want to sound disingenuous. I'm glad that she's had a romantic experience without you. <laughs> no, this is what I'm going to say. 
So okay. uh, maybe I should clarify what I'm saying. So yeah. I have not eaten here, but my wife has a couple of times with her dad. Okay. So it was not a romantic experience. But my question to them She's was, like, it would be romantic. After, yeah, after that, would you describe it as a romantic environment? And the more um, she was telling me about it, I was like, oh my gosh, how have we never done this? So this is definitely a splurge, okay? Because okay. it's a signature dining experience over yeah. at Disney's Contemporary Resort. And this is, of course, California Grill up at the top. So I'd like to reiterate, mm-hmm. I'm aware it's an expense. So maybe this yeah. is not in the budget. I don't even know if it's in my budget, but I'm going to try to make it work sometime soon. I'm going to start saving up some pennies. Mm-hmm. So um, she recommended going at, um, she went around like 5, I think we had a 5.15 or something. So obviously it's going to depend on when sunset is. So pay attention right. to when the sunset is. Maybe go there about an hour to 45 minutes before the announced sunset time. Mm-hmm. Because as you all know, um, at that time of night is when the sky lights up here in Florida because you get that a lot of tropical hues yeah. that happen. So if you're not familiar with the restaurant up there, it is at the top floor of the Contemporary. So it's a lot of windows is what I'm getting at here. This um, particular trip that she just did um, like last week with her dad, they um, they sat at the window that faced out toward Bay Lake. So not okay. towards Magic Kingdom or Seven Seas Lagoon, but out towards Bay Lake. And they said it was beautiful because not only was, so the sun was setting out, of course, on the other side of the restaurant, but it was making the sky where they were just change all these like nice, like that nice blue that it sometimes mm-hmm. takes. Well, I guess the sky is always blue, but that shade of blue, they only get at certain times of day. And then eventually you get like yeah. a little bit of like pink and orange and then boom, it's like dark. But they could see um, Spaceship Earth lighting up. So it was getting to that point where it was just dark enough to see um, Spaceship Earth light up, but still light enough to see the whole land and everything. So they just yeah. were, Nicole was sending me all these photos from up there. It just looked so cool she's like wish you were here yeah kind of right so um again you get great views of bay lake or potentially magic canyon depending on what side of the restaurant you're on and in general you just get the really high up view again you're on the 16th floor 15 Mm -hmm. 16 i don't know you're up you're up pretty high um up there on the contemporary and it is an upscale dining experience for disney anyway so you know right now it's a price fix situation um but obviously, it's it's you know about the the food experience up there. So it's been great service every time my wife's gone up there. She was raving about her server that they just had, and they said it's you know less about just eating because you're hungry. It's more about like savoring the food, having an experience, and learning kind of learning a little bit more about what you might like in food. And she, they just couldn't have said enough nice things about that whole area. And I asked, I was like, well, is it like loud up there? Is it was it packed? And she said it was definitely crowded when they were leaving. So that's another reason why she would recommend an earlier dinner time. And um, because it's a signature dining experience, chances are there are going to be, uh, let's say, fewer little ones that that yeah. are um, understandably restless in a restaurant, right? Because it's, you know, it's, it's a signature dining. So you're probably not going to take your kids there every time like yeah. you would to a Chef Mickey or something like that that's really designed for the family experience. This is meant to be a more, more intimate dining experience, so to speak. Um, so just something to think about. And if you do go up early before the sun sets, just remember, I know we've mentioned this before, but it's important that you know, you can always save your receipt from your bill, from you know, from your meal, and you're able to go back up once the fireworks are going on. So you don't have to book your reservation to time it to the fireworks. Book it for 5.15 if you want and go back go up later in the night. Um, when you want but save yourself i would say about at least 90 minutes for the dining experience they were there just under two hours and there's only two of them and it's not because you know they they weren't trying to it's just the nature of the kind of the pace of the meal and everything and it's meant to be enjoyed so i would say a romantic experience Mm, okay i'll follow your suit there with the dining 
And I think you might, you might agree with this, but the other place that I picked was Ohana Dinner by the Window oh. facing Magic Kingdom. Ooh. I think also a sunset time frame around that would be nice. We typically like to eat earlier so we can go back to the park. Um, but I feel like that time frame where the sun is setting would just be like gorgeous right there. But if you could get like the one of those tables, the two top that's up against the window. Yes. Facing out. That's nice. Because it's especially, I guess, when the sun's going down, maybe because the... Um, the like water play place down there, I can't mm. remember what it's called, is like, you know, winding down, like everyone's kind of leaving and getting ready for dinner time and stuff like that. So it's not as crazy busy out there, but we just love our meal at Ohana every time. We love it when we're together. Um, and just with the music like that they play, you know, like the Hawaiian theme yeah. and the servers are always incredible there. I've never had a bad server there. Um, they have really good teams and stuff. And it was funny because when Doug went back, did I tell you about this? When Doug went like and did his solo day, um, he had the same server we had when we were there last. Oh, really? He, like, remember Doug? He was like, I remember you were wearing the shirt. <laughs> oh my it was gosh. mainly because, um, because of, like his uh, dietary restriction. Like mm. he's asked for like less, you know, like, salt, salt, right? yeah. salt and stuff, like no seasoning on the meats. Um, and he was like, I remember you. And he was like, and I'm pretty sure you were wearing that exact shirt. Like I remember <laughs> that shirt. So, um, yeah, we just always love that. That's like always a go-to for us, especially when it's just the two of us. We're like, yeah, date night. Yeah, when I was talking to Nicole about what my locations were, she thought I was going to say Ohana. Yeah. I was like, I, I didn't, I don't think it's not romantic. I just didn't include it in my list. Yeah. But when she mentioned it, and as you're describing it, I was like, I could, I could get down with shoving way too much food in my, in my mouth. And then just, then it's time to start sucking face. <laughs> Couldn't even get it out. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. I'm just thinking of like food and then floating around. sticking my leftovers in my doggy bag. And- Ooh. Going home and going to bed at 7.30. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, so good. Putting on those PJs. Oh, my gosh. Um, But I'm with you. I I think it can be romantic. And, you know, if you're going there with a big group, it's probably less romantic. But that would be that way anywhere, right? Yeah. Um, But that's, like, one of the places where we're just, like, if it's the two of us, we're going to make it happen no matter what. Yeah. And we're always kind of like, love you. Like, we get there. It's like, ah, like, we've had a busy day. Mm -hmm. Like, we're just excited to be here. It's just the two of us kind of thing. And we're... Love the food, so super good. All right, what you got next? Um, I have one left. I do have like two quick honorable mentions, but me too. The, the last one I'll I'll chat more about is another okay. resort location. This is the Enchanted Rose at Disney's okay. Grand Floridian yeah. Resort and Spa. Um, if nothing else, it's Beauty and the Beast themed, inspired. Of course, this is the live action version of Beauty and the Beast. And I thought I'd mention what how Disney describes it because I feel like they do a, they do a good job of yeah. of making it sound romantic. So here's what they say: Step into a realm of elegance and wonder, and lounge in four sophisticated spaces themed after the Disney live action film Beauty and the Beast. Visit the signature lounge for an evening of enchantment, where you can order exquisite appetizers like white sturgeon caviar, okay, truffle fries, and their best dish, more. They only named two and then said more. Anyway, uh, the bar tru- itself... Well, you, had me a, you had me a truffle fries. Okay, so. good. The bar itself glows from the light of a magnificent golden chandelier inspired by Belle's flowing ball gown, which you ha- if you haven't seen in person, it's cool to see. Delight- oh, there's more. Delightful details from the beloved fairy tale are infused throughout the lounge. The formal library... Yeah, there's a library. Shows uh, Showcases classical Baroque designs and French furnishings, while the whimsical garden room 
represents the forest surrounding Beast's Castle. For those who prefer to sit under the stars, the outdoor patio evokes the beauty and romance of Beast's Garden Terrace. So three indoor rooms, and they're calling the outdoor space a room, but it's a patio, right? It's a balcony. Um, Just, it's beautiful in there. I've Mm -hmm. been able to spend quite a lot of time in there, believe it or not. Um, Not even as a, not, not, yeah, not as a guest, but I had a lot of time to soak up the vibes of that space. And I think it's really beautiful in there. The library, especially, because that is where you'll find some characters. You got to look around a little bit, but you'll find a Mrs. Potts, a Cogsworth, a Lumiere. And again, this is the live action version, um, you know, versions of these characters. And uh, a side fun fact for you all, you'll see some paintings in that room of, I think, Beast's Castle. And I think there's like one of Belle kind of wandering out somewhere. Um, those are just to cover up the TVs, which I don't think are actually ever used, but that's there great. are TVs behind them. Anyway, yeah. so that's the library. There's the actual Enchanted Rose in the main bar area where the the ball, the gown, you know, the, the Belle-inspired mm-hmm. gown is, where you'll see the petal fall off. It's not like a, a digital thing. Like, it's a rose that they preserve in a certain way, and the petals fall out, you know, over time. You might not see it every day, but you'll see the petals yeah. that have fallen. And then the forest room that they're talking about, it's kind of like this long... Um, green wallpapery room with like trees and stuff it's nice and if you look around you'll see like scratch marks from the beast you'll see like the silhouette of his head in the carpet in the library or a little bit of the wallpaper and there's these like metal kind of foil specks in some of the wallpaper in the in the uh, main bar area what i'm getting at is that i think it's really nice um it offers quite a bit it's a it's a lounge so you'll have some small plates but really the focus is the drinks honestly i think doug would be on board with this if we could sit out in the patio and smoke smoke cigars yeah i think it's nice out there good spot good spot okay i think you're gonna be shocked by my next one are you ready have you looked at my list no okay so the next one that i have before i'm on honorable mentions Mm -hmm. is are you ready for this is it it's cosmic rays starlight cafe it's the people mover whoa okay we're listening yes now hear me out okay people mover especially at nighttime it's Mm. a little bit quieter um it's darker you get really great nighttime views of the castle when you're coming around that that side but you have about like a minute and a half of some good like blackout dark time to just make out in your car if you want to (laughs) so it can be very romantical because you're typically it's only you and your other person in the car and there's not a lot of people that are even if there's people in the car next to you like they're not that close to you um and so you could you know you could do a little bit of necking in there if you want to um yeah and so i feel like it's very romantical it's like our um it's like the ride that we like to ride just to chill you know okay. but i'm like it could be very romantical especially at night and if you just do the little finger loop and you get to do it again you know there you go then you get a whole another minute and a half to make out with your with your partner in the dark in the dark part i'm i'm with you i'm trying to picture this so like if i were <laughs> if i were in in one cart on the people mover maybe i'm there with some kids i'm there with my nieces right Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a couple in, in the car in front of us and it's dark and then we come around the curve and then we're finally in the outside light. And then it's Uncle Greg. What Uncle Greg, what are they doing? Oh, they just decided it was romantic. So they're in love. So they're just out there snogging or whatever, <laughs> um, doing some light exactly. pecking here and there. Well, no, the game is you have to be you have to like be done, you know, when the light comes back. So uh, that's all part of the foreplay, I guess if you it's the, you will. It's the thrill of getting <laughs> caught, I guess. So, I thought that would be a um that this is a great romantical spot if you want. Now, I mean, Doug and I have made out a little bit on Haunted Mansion before. I'm not going to lie. 
because it's just pretty dark in there. Now, can people see you the whole time? Yeah, there are cast members that are probably mm-hmm. watching you the whole time. So do remember that. So, you know, you want to be PG about it. Um, yeah, so that's what I have for that. And then I have a couple of honorable mentions. Do you want me to mention them right now? Great. Okay, honorable mentions are um, A Picnic on the Hubgrass. Ooh, yes. I feel like the Hubgrass area is very, like, underrated. People just forget about it. I forget about it all the time because we're constantly running around. But it's like you could go get a fun snack and just go sit on the hub grass yeah, with your boo with definitely. your bay or your boo or whatever and take in all the castle vibes. Um, and then the last one that I have is kind of close to what you've already mentioned, but it's the balcony at the top of the world lounge Ooh. to watch the fireworks. Up okay. There. I feel like the lounge itself is a great spot. I know it's very hard to get into, but if you can get up there, um, it's a very romantic spot. Nice breeze. So. You get to watch the fireworks show. They play the music. It's great. I think so. That's a that's a great spot. It's actually something Nicole had mentioned too. She's like, How, you're going you're gonna to mention an observation deck, right? And I was like, well, yeah. that's a great that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, I didn't have it on my list. My honorable mentions are two park locations. Okay. I wanted to make sure I tried to stay as balanced as I could with parks and resorts because you know mm-hmm. the, the nice thing about the contemporary and the grand is they're easy to get to from Magic Kingdom, right? Hop on the monorail. But here are two yeah. more park honorable mentions. Um, one over in Canada of Epcot World Showcase um, up there by the waterfall. There's, you know, a couple of benches, yeah. not literally by the waterfall, but that general area. It's just nice to hear like that, that waterfall in the background. Yeah. You can go back there and do your thing. Or um, follow me on this one, everybody. Okay. Pizza Rizzo. Okay, for two <laughs> for two reasons. Okay. Um, one is the the room that's up upstairs where it's like the, the what I call the New York Italian wedding hall room. Yeah, the wedding room. hall. And you may know that Pizza Rizzo replaced Pizza Planet. And Pizza Planet is when the secrets that Nicole and I used to tell each other. And if you're new to us, um, yeah. for whatever reason, one time when we were in at the time Pizza Planet, I just shared something I had never shared with anybody before. And then Nicole did the same thing. So when we were traveling here for vacation, that became our spot to share secrets. And now that it's Pizza Rizzo, now Pizza Rizzo is the place to share secrets. So um, while you're up in that New York Italian wedding room that I'm calling it, which is not meant to be offensive to either New York or Italians, um, Maybe you could go up there and share a secret with Yabu um, because maybe that's romantic to you, uh, but it is romantic to me. You should just tell us if you do the secrets. You don't have to tell us what the secrets are, but you could okay. say, listen, me and my partner, we did those secrets. Yeah, I have a secret on deck. I got one in the chamber <gasps> Ooh, I can't for wait. the next time that we, and it's a good, it's a good juicy Ooh. one. And I'm excited. I'm obviously not going to say what it is, but I'm excited to obviously. share it with Nicole. Nicole. So those are our romantic spots, whether it's a kind of like more classy, let's say, um, having a nice light beverage at the Enchanted Rose. Yeah. I mean, I think or... making out the people movers more classy with a K, but it let me know clear. if you end up doing it because I would like to know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Not I mean... doing it. I'm just saying kissing. Anyway, those there are our go. romantic spots mm. in Disney World. So let's go through some okay. of the places that you all submitted when we put posted it to our Instagram of your favorite date night activities around Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to start out with Mac 12096. I wonder if the numbers mean anything. I think that's like, that looks like a date of birth to me, but what do I know? Mac was born January 20th of 1996. Could be. Who You're knows? welcome, everyone. Um, and they say a few hours in the parks with stacked Genie Plus and ending the night at Scat Cat's Lounge at Disney's Port Orleans French Quarter. It actually Ooh, sounds really great. It does. So that sounds more like something Doug and I would do. Like, let's stack some rides up and then let's go to the lounge. That does sound nice. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the Scat's Cat is, is the lounge over there at mm-hmm. uh, French Quarter. And 
It is, and right next to it, you get some beignets. So, boozy, boozy beignets. Oh, boozy beignets. Mm-hmm. So it's all good. Um, Rick suggested dinner at Steakhouse 71, already of sold. Of course, that's at the Contemporary. And then fireworks over at Magic Kingdom. So a little food, a little fireworks, a little F&F, as you, you could say. Uh, it's a great it's a great, uh, great suggestion there from Rick. Good stuff, Rick. Um, Olivia says Trader Sam's drinks. I'm on board at the Disney Polynesian Resort and sitting at the beach. Out there yeah, I was so close to putting that on my list. I forgot um, about Trader Sam's. That's also a great spot, honestly. Like, is it? Get, I've never been. Yeah, um, it's a great date night spot. Like if you could get a table just for the two of you. Okay. That's That's interesting. I was thinking of the beach as the thing being on my list because there is something yeah. like, you know, romantic about mm-hmm. I'm hanging out on a beach. They do at least have one of those types of like swing chairs you can sit in. Not that type of swing, but like yeah. a, a nice relaxing swing. Not the pineapple swing. kind of swinging, but. You know. Yes. Um, um, so yeah. I, I would recommend it, especially if you could watch some fireworks. Uh, that sounds, and fireworks are just inherently romantic for some reason. I don't know yeah, if we built are. it up that way. If we like idolize them in some way, but or romanticize them in some way, I guess you could say. Yeah. But it's like something something really fun about watching fireworks with a loved I mean, one. Bright pollution in the sky. Who doesn't love it? Yeah. Well, um, you, thank you, Debbie. <laughs> Debbie Downer, everybody. Okay. Getting carried away. Love and it. the word carries and like the name, which is this is a great the Instagram name. handle. Getting carried away. So good. Um, we do Star Wars date night. All Star Wars rides, foods, drinks, and character meets. And I'm on board with this. I love the theming yeah. or the idea of doing a night that's themed. I think that is a really, if nothing else, a fun time. But if you do it with someone you love, it becomes a romantic thing, especially when yeah. they're really into that stuff with you. I think that's like a, a cool thing. I'd be curious to hear getting carried away. If there are any particular food items you suggest or any order of events um, that you might suggest for this, because like I probably wouldn't eat and then do Rise of the Resistance or Star Tours or really Mm. any of them, actually. I think I would have to eat maybe towards the end of that. But I don't know. I'd have to kind of figure it out. Get some character meats in there. Yeah. Um, Okay. This one is very romantical. Patty says... Mm. I like, we want to do drinks at the Scat Cats Lounge, followed by beignets by the pool, and then a walk to Riverside for the hot tub. Ooh, yeah. Get in, Get that, in that hot, hot tub. water. <laughs> Feeling those bubbles on your bum. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> How many um, times can we play that? that hopefully, booze, I'm going to say it again, boozy beignets by the pool. Mmm. I, I don't even know if the boozy beignets are good. I've never. I don't know them. either. I'm, I'm like, but don't they sound honestly, good? I, they sound good, but I. But part of me is like, I don't know. I feel like maybe just regular beignets might be better. They could be good. Um, but regular yeah, beignets are messy. So if like that's your thing, well, just yeah. know that you're gonna get powder everywhere, and then oh, you can. Yeah. Then you like, can rinse it off in the hot tub. You're gonna help me get this powder off of my shirt, and then I come over and start licking your shirt. That's romance <laughs> to me, everybody. Uh, um, Robert Sammy, don't know if that's an actual name or just an Instagram username, but it's a great mm-hmm. name. Robert Sammy, uh, horse carriage rides at yeah. Port Orleans Riverside. Another sh- another shout out to Riverside. I feel yeah. like the Port Orleans resorts are great for date night stuff. Everyone loves a good old Southern, <laughs> Southern date I mean, night, I guess. I always say if you're not having a date night that can include the smell of manure, even mm. especially fresh, you can watch it come out of the horse. I say yeah. you're not living life. You're not doing it right. That's not romance to me. Especially That's not my wearing, romance. Especially if they're wearing a diaper. Oh, yeah. so romantic. Ooh. So romantical. Get that horse poop diaper. Um, no, but in all seriousness, that would be very It does. Romantic. It is very romantic. Yeah. I wish those rides were longer, though. That's my only thing. I'm like, 
if you're going to do the, cause I think they're only like 20 minute rides or something, but I'm like, can you just, can you go on a longer ride? <laughs> Maybe with like some champagne. That'd be Have great. Have the horse go slower. Anyways. Um, Mike says the dessert party fireworks at magic kingdom, Good which we're going to, we want to try that soon. So, okay. um, yeah. Cause I want to like know how much desserts I can eat in one night. Basically. Like, can I make it worth my money is what I'm saying. And but the dessert am, party. Oh, sorry, I'm more excited about doing the dessert party, like to watch fireworks there mm. for happily ever after. So, yes. So they do a pre party or a post party or after party. So you can eat your desserts and then watch the fireworks or you watch the fireworks and then go eat. I, I probably will lean, lean towards the pre, pre so, yeah, I can, me too. so I can go to bed after the fireworks is what I'm getting right. out there. Because otherwise um, I'm going to be like, now I got to go like do work. Like I got to go <laughs> eat, you know, when the fireworks are over, like you're like, okay, now I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I want to be yeah. burping up my chocolate mousse when we get to the Hercules exactly. part of Happily Ever After, right? Exactly. That's how I know I'm good. I'm also curious what your favorite, Mike, um, reach out to us. I'm also curious what like your favorite dessert that they have there. Yeah. Let us like, know. Tell us what's good. What's worth it. Anyways. Um, our last submission we'll talk about for favorite date night activities comes from the Instagram account, the G Steiner. I think I'm saying that correctly. The G Steiner fireworks at Topolino's. Um, of mm. course, that's the rooftop restaurant over at Disney's Riviera Resort. And they have this nice little terrace out there. So the actual restaurant is indoors, but there is the Topolino Terrace, which is outside, which overlooks um, Caribbean Beach. In the background, you can see hollywood studios as well as the corner of epcot and you can see some fireworks come up above the riviera building and that's the riviera itself i feel like is a romantic um resort and topolino's is just taking it up Mm -hmm. another level for romance yeah and um you know sitting out standing outside with these like nice like string lights that are out there and there's some nice comfy seats out there as well and that you overlook what is what i think to be a beautiful resort it is a really romantic spot so good call on that date night activity the g steiner the french riviera I've got one little, one little teeny tiny nug, little and nug. it might involve dipping things in sauce and putting them in your mouth one oh, day. Okay. Little chicken nug? Yeah, maybe <laughs> because the Roundup Rodeo restaurant over there in Toy Story Land of Disney's Hollywood Studios Ooh. is allowing reservations oh. as of February twenty first. So okay. we've got about a week, a little less than. Before you can start making your reservation, same rules apply. It's, you know, 60 days out, yeah. up up to 10 days of your resort reservation. Um, so that's uh, reservations open on the 21st, but the restaurant itself opens on March 23rd. I think we had known about the opening day of the restaurant, but now we can yeah. actually start booking um, for that. So it's the first table service restaurant. Um you know, it's re- yeah, the first table service restaurant yeah. in Toy Story Land. And it's not very often there's a new park restaurant that's not an epcot i feel like epcot is the one for like the new restaurants right Mm -hmm. but there's not right when's the last time we had like a new restaurant in a park it's been a while that i could think of table service although i feel like everything new is like oh what are they gonna have oh it's barbecue (laughs) (laughs) there's been a lot of new barbecue things has been yes but i guess barbecue is cheap and good and people love it so people love it you know i'm excited to try it out one day who knows (laughs) what you're gonna do all right, let's go back in time for some Disney history. As always, brought to you in partnership with The Mouselets. Check them out on Instagram, TikTok, and their website, all under the name The Mouselets. Okay, what you got? I'm going back to 1973. 
I thought this was fun, and because this is a Valentine's episode, I was like, well, okay. let's do it. A Valentine dance, sponsored by the Walt Disney World Recreation Club, is held for Disney World cast members at the Contemporary Hotel's Ballroom of the Americas. Oh. Did you know that they did this? I don't know. Do I did they not. still do anything Valentine's for you guys, for cast I, members? I don't think so. Yeah. So it's possible back... it's for um, uh, contemporary status cast, I feel like, but no, Probably. not that I know of. But yeah, so that was back in 1973. They did like a sweet little Valentine's dance. Oh, back now, then, that was, there were only a few, there was only like yeah, two or three resorts. So like, yeah. yeah, and it was on the um, the 13th of, it was on the 13th, not on the 14th. Valentine's Day. It was Valentine's Day, but I still think that it was pretty cool that they did something like that for um, for staff members. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Excuse me, cast members. How dare you? Ugh, such a commoner. Such an anyway, outsider. I know. What you got? I'll take us back to 1991 when the live stage show Dick Tracy, starring in Diamond Double Cross, had its last performance at then Disney MGM Studios uh, in the amphitheater there. That show was running um, for about a year. It was May of, of 1990, yeah. so just under it's a year. It's weird to like think back that like, wow, yeah, Dick Tracy. Like, yeah, <laughs> had a presence. Yeah, had a presence. In an and Ninja Turtles, for that matter. Yeah, right. And then for a while, they kept the, the Dick Tracy car out on the streets of America. And I think I think there were some other things going on where he would actually come out, mm-hmm. um, you know, and have some type of like street performance type thing. It just thing, was but... almost like a very um, like universal time. Like yes. it just feels like it had a lot of universal vibes mm. compared, compared Absolutely. to Absolutely. Anyway, good stuff. All right. Before Greg wraps us up with a lovely quote for today, probably something very sensual. Um, if you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can leave us a review over on iTunes so others can locate us easier on their platform of choice in the world of Disney podcasts. Uh, you can follow along with us on Instagram or TikTok at That Park Life Podcast. If you'd like to leave us a question, you can do so on our Instagram highlight, Ask Beth and Greg. Sometimes we like to do answer your questions there. Mm-hmm. Um, to follow on our personal Instagram accounts, I am at the real Beth McDonald. And I am at the Disney Greg. And as always, if you want to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment, simply share some Disney magic with loved ones, um, you can head over to our website, thatparklifepodcast.com, and submit submit a magic gram there. It's free for everyone because we love sharing the magic. Also, if you want to join our lovely gang of Disney nerds, head over to patreon.com slash thatparklife to get our bonus episodes where we dive deeper into our lives. And sometimes you get secrets, um, insider information, and just a little bit more about us. And... Always, um, as always here, don't forget our Amazon shopping list. Our link is in the description of this episode. All right, Greg, take it away. I've got a quote from The Rescuers. Remember them? Remember that old chestnut? Little mice. Yes. And it goes as the fault. And it goes as such. Quote, to face the future with another who means more than any other is to be loved. Hmm. Happy Valentine's Day, y'all, Happy if you Valentine's celebrate. Day. Hope you, we'll see uh, you all next week for a resort rundown of Disney's Saratoga Springs Resort. Excited to do that one. Finally. Yes. All right. Someone's had their notes for a while. Anyways, Oops. um, <laughs> yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Right. Bye, everyone. Bye.